Welcome to Tips with K Level 4. Today we are going to discuss tips on fiber, some great breakfast foods, the benefits of yoga, and tips on deep breathing for individuals with Down syndrome. These tips are helpful to encourage healthy practices and are meant to encourage better nutrition, increased exercise, and better sleep and relaxation. If you missed podcast level three, we discussed the importance of water and a balanced diet, the necessity of exercise to reduce the risk of obesity, and tips on relaxation for when you feel overwhelmed and anxious. I encourage you to check out Quick Tips with Kay levels one through three as well to learn different tips on the topics of nutrition, exercise, and relaxation. If you need to rewind or pause this podcast at any time, please do so. It is important to listen at a pace that works best for you in order to process all of these tips. So to start, we're going to go with nutrition. Hi, my name is Yale. Did you know children with Down syndrome are four times more likely to develop diabetes than other children? Diabetes is a disease marked by the inability of the body to regulate sugars with insulin. Insulin allows your body to turn glucose into energy. When you have diabetes, your body doesn't make enough insulin or can't use its own insulin as well as it should. This causes glucose to build up in your blood, which can cause long-term problems. Some of the signs and symptoms of diabetes to watch for are increased urination, increased thirst, abnormal weight loss, fatigue, vision changes, nausea, vomiting, diarrhea, fainting, and abdominal pain. These symptoms are often caused by excessively high levels of sugars or glucose in the body. Diet and exercise are very important aspects of controlling diabetes. Everything that a person eats contributes to the nutrients as well as sugars in the body. One nutrient that helps fight diabetes is fiber. Fiber has a ton of benefits for people who are at risk of developing diabetes, especially soluble fiber. Soluble fiber can slow the absorption of sugar and help improve blood sugar levels. They do this by dissolving into your blood, creating a gel-like substance that slows the movement of blood and therefore sugar. Studies also show that high fiber foods may even benefit your heart as well, such as reducing blood pressure and inflammation. Some fiber-rich foods that you can add to your diet include beans, pulses or legumes, sweet potatoes, apples, pears, berries, kiwi fruit, prunes, avocado, chia, and flax seeds, 100% unprocessed grains, broccoli, cooked greens, and winter squash. But before I introduce the next speaker, I want to share with you one of my favorite breakfast meals that has a ton of fiber in it, and that is oatmeal, which is an unprocessed grain. What is great about oatmeal is how flexible it is and how you can always take stuff away or add stuff to oatmeal to make your very own recipe. My recipe is a very basic one that I definitely encourage you to experiment with. I call it strawberry oats. And what to do is add oats, chia, cinnamon, strawberries and milk to a saucepan. Bring to a simmer and allow to cook and thicken for five minutes. And then remove from heat and stir in some maple syrup and salt. And then top the bowl with some additional fresh strawberries and an extra drizzle of maple syrup if you want. Next, Kirsten will give some tips on exercise. 
Thanks for that, y'all. And now we're going to dive into a fun exercise topic, yoga. Why can yoga specifically benefit someone with Down syndrome? Yoga will help to improve stronger muscles, better balance, improve coordination and concentration. Yoga is great for calming the nervous system. Yoga is a great low intensity way to exercise and see health benefits without risking injury. So how does one begin when starting a yoga practice? The sequence normally starts with the chanting of OM or breathing. This will help students to become aware of their own body, sound, and voice. It also communicates that the class has started. Consistency is important to those with and without Down syndrome, as it will also help you practice that consistency in everyday life. Yoga classes specific to those with Down syndrome begin with a warm-up to prepare the body, then continue into standing and floor poses to help build strength and confidence. The sequence then ends with relaxing poses to help cool down the body. The entire time, the students are encouraged to be aware of how their body feels in each position. So today, we have a very special guest and are here with our very own certified yoga instructor, Chris, who's here to help us understand more about yoga. Hey, Chris, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Hey, guys, my name is Chris. I'm a certified practicing yoga instructor. I've been learning under Sri Dharma Mitra in New York City for the past 10 years and have been teaching in studios for the past six years. Thank you so much for being here. So I'm going to start off by asking you just a few questions. First off, who can yoga benefit? So yoga can benefit everybody. Anyone can move their body, no matter how small the movements. Yoga is more important to have great form and technique and to push yourself and to rush through the poses for the sake of doing all the poses. So next I wanted to ask, what are the benefits of a weekly daily yoga practice? So physically, it helps to heal all the different systems in the body, like the muscular, nervous, lymphatic, and other bodily systems. It builds a perfect balance of strength and flexibility without adding strenuous and unnecessary weight as well. You can do yoga your whole life because when you're using all body weight, there's less wear and tear to the body. And then emotionally, other than getting your body in shape and exercising, it also helps to calm and balance the mind so you can be more efficient in your everyday life. It also brings happiness, peace, and relieves stress and tension. Next up, we wanted to know how does yoga incorporate exercise and relaxation all into one? So pretty much what yoga is, it's the combining of breath and the movement. So the flow of movements creates a routine-like sequence that links your body and mind. When you consciously breathe, the exhales help to remove the tension. And when you breathe deep into the body, it can move emotions that are stuck. When you consciously breathe, you breathe deeper into the lungs and the oxygen is able to reach deeper into the body. Let's give an example. So like, if you feel tension in your shoulders, doing a simple shoulder stretch while consciously breathing into your shoulders sends energy and oxygen to the area you are focusing on and helps release the tension. And so because we're doing this podcast for those with Down syndrome and intellectual disabilities, why is yoga a great option for exercise for this specific demographic of people along with everyone else? So it's a great option because it doesn't have to be all that serious. 
So the goal is to relieve tension while building your strength and confidence. You can offer a one-on-one yoga experience going through the poses while teaching about breathing and movement. This can help them be more conscious of any tension they have, and then we can address it together with poses, what pose would best suit them. So for example, an easy pose would be a forward fold. You stand up straight with your arms interlocked overhead, and then you begin to slowly fold forward, keeping your ribs connected to your thighs. Even if your knees have to be bent, that's okay. You're still getting all the benefits of the posture. It's not about what the posture looks like, but what it does for you. It is supposed to be a healing practice. Each pose can be modified and catered to everybody's needs. Great. This was really helpful for all of us to hear as well as everyone listening. And we really appreciate you being here. So thank you again. Anytime. Thanks so much for having me. And now we'll hand it off to Alexandra to dive deeper into some relaxation techniques. Thank you, Kirsten. Today, I have some great visual breathing techniques for you. In our previous podcast, we have talked about creating a great sleep environment, the benefits of a nighttime routine, and different ways to relax when you're feeling overwhelmed. Today, we are diving deeper than a simple inhale and exhale. We are going to practice some breathing techniques that allow you to visualize your body breathing. These are exercises that you can use daily to encourage deeper breathing and allow you to reach a deeper state of calmness in your mind, body, and soul. It is common in individuals with Down syndrome to have low muscle tone, which ultimately impacts your breathing muscles dramatically. So rather than using your diaphragm for breathing, you breathe shallowly. Low muscle tone affects your upper airway muscles and causes dysphagia. Dysphagia is a term that means you have swallowing difficulties. Respiratory issues can arise from problems related to structural abnormalities of the airways and lungs and can include lower respiratory tract infections. In some cases, these respiratory issues may even lead to obstructive sleep apnea. Breathing shallowly puts the whole body on alert and makes it difficult to focus. By using these exercises, you will be strengthening your breathing muscles. These practices can help you reduce your risk of respiratory infections and prevent shallow breathing. Ultimately, my goal is to give you the confidence you need to effectively use these skills to calm yourself down in stressful situations and environments. I love to practice diaphragmatic breathing to manage pain and anxiety myself. Before we begin, I want to emphasize that if you feel dizzy at any point, please stop or adjust the exercise to better fit your needs. First, I want you to think of your favorite smell. What smell did you choose? A rose? Maybe you're thinking of the smell of popcorn. Whatever smell you picked, really take a few seconds to think about that smell. Next, I want you to envision a candle, a long candle that's lit. In this next step, we are going to incorporate breathing. So when I say inhale, I want you to begin inhaling your favorite smell through your nose. Continue to inhale for three, two, one. Next, you're going to blow out the candle with your exhale. So exhale for three, two, one. And we're going to practice this two more times, adding a second to our inhale and exhale each time. So ready? Inhale your favorite smell for four, three, two, one. And now exhale, blow out the candle. Four, three, two, one. Now for five seconds, inhale, five, 
four, three, two, one. And now blow out the candle. Five, four, three, two, one. Continue to repeat this inhaling and exhaling practice until you are feeling calm in your mind and body. Really visualize your item that you're smelling and blow out your candle. By thinking about your favorite smell, you are enabling your body to inhale deeper. Similarly, by blowing out the candle, you must continue to exhale until the flame goes out in your mind. This imagery encourages a more natural breathing exercise. This exercise is helpful for individuals that breathe shallowly. It helps individuals that breathe with their chest rather than taking deep breaths and using their diaphragm muscle. Our next exercise includes a small book or a plate. You can use any small, lightweight, firm, flat object for this exercise. This exercise is helpful for individuals that breathe with their chest rather than taking deep breaths using their diaphragm muscles. So let's begin. First, lay down on the floor and get comfortable. Once you are lying down, place whichever item you chose on your belly. In my case, I chose a plate, so I'm going to lay down on the floor and place the plate on my stomach. Keep your shoulders and buttocks on the floor. Now, use your belly to make the plate move. Once you are comfortable with this breathing, we are going to add counting into the exercise. So first, take a deep breath in and move your belly inwards. Count to three. Now release your breath and push your stomach outwards for three seconds. Three, two, one. So let's do this again. Hold your inhale for three seconds and exhale for three seconds. Ready, inhale for three, two, one, and exhale, three, two, one. Each time you do this, the plate or item you chose should be visibly moving. Continue this practice 10 times. These breathing exercises encourage good respiration, creates a calm for people, and also improves speech and language. For deep breathing to be effective, it is essential to practice breathing routinely. Also, practicing at times where you are not feeling stressed or in pain is important. By practicing routinely, the mechanics of your breathing become second nature to you. And once deep breathing becomes second nature to you, it will be helpful when you are in distress. Your body will know what to do. To end our podcast today, we are going to do a guided meditation. So get comfortable so Kirsten can lead us through a quick and easy way to relax and refresh. Let's begin by taking a moment to allow your body to settle into a comfortable position. You may close your eyes or keep them slightly open, allowing the spine to lift and the shoulders to soften. Today, we will practice whole body breathing. Adjust yourself so you're sitting in a way that feels upright and balanced, both alert and relaxed. Begin by taking a full breath in. And a long breath out. Recognizing 
there is no need to do anything in particular, no need to control the breath, we are just allowing. And as you breathe in, imagine that your whole body is breathing in. And as you breathe out, imagine that your whole body is breathing out. The whole body filling with breath as you breathe in. And the whole body releasing as you breathe out. Let's continue breathing like this for a few breaths. If you find yourself feeling scattered or distracted, come back to that feeling of full body breathing. Notice how the breath naturally causes expansion outward with each inhale. And notice how the breath settles in with each exhale. With your next exhale, allow your body to be still for just a moment, noticing the sensations that are alive in your body. And as you begin to inhale one more time, allow your eyes to slowly open. Before getting up, take a moment to gently move your body, perhaps wiggling your fingers, wiggling your toes, rolling the shoulders, your wrists, your neck, flexing your feet. How does your body feel? See if you can carry some of this awareness with you as you move throughout your day, knowing you always have the ability to return to your breath.